What is up guys, Mark here and welcome to the podcast. Just to mention, these are totally unmonetized, so if you're able to support, the Patreon link is in the description below. But of course, no pressure to do so. Thank you so much guys, much love to you. What is up guys, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some r slash I don't work here lady. <laughs> if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe and maybe that notification bell too. And just a huge thank you for taking the time out of your day to be here really means the world to me and let's crack on with today's stories much love guys now our first story comes from crepsuzet85 one of my supervisors tried calling me in after i quit some years ago i worked at a place that rhymes with mcnaldo's you know the place that sells heart attacks as food and advertise it with an ugly clown anyway i worked for them for six grueling years in those six years, I've gotten hundreds of stories, but this one stays with me since it was the first one to happen right after I quit. First off, my reason for quitting was that they wouldn't accommodate my one simple request to leave through an alternate exit due to my abusive ex waiting for me in their lobby every day. Every day I came to work in an Uber to avoid walking into him, and every day he'd come in, order something and sit for hours, staring and glaring at me until my shift would end. He would then follow me outside the door and try to harass me when I'd get into an Uber only to then show up at my apartment to keep threatening me or to break windows. I begged them for a solid month to just let me leave through another door to get a head start to my ride and every single time I'd get some bullshit answer and they'd tell me I was overreacting. I basically got sick of constantly wondering which day would be the day he'd come in there with a gun and I told my supervisor if she wouldn't let me leave through an alternate exit then I'd quit. She laughed in my face. Let's name her Mary. About a week later, after I called, left a nice resignation letter to the big boss who totally understood. And after dealing with unemployment, I get this phone call. S. Mary, the supervisor. M. Me. Mary says, So, when are you coming in, Crepsuzette? Because you've been gone about a week and we're short-staffed. I know the other bosses let you do whatever you like, but I'm putting my foot down, girl. You better be here in 45 or you're fired. I said, uh, remember the last time I worked with you? She said, yeah, over a week ago, boo. You can't keep playing these games, girl. This shit isn't cute. Your little boyfriend hasn't been here either, so you can calm down now. I said, yeah, no. I told you that since you couldn't accommodate my one request, I would quit. I'm even collecting unemployment already. She says, so are you coming in or not? Because if you're not, I'm writing you up and I'll make sure you never work anywhere again. I said, Mary, I don't work for you. I quit. I quit and I'm literally collecting unemployment as we speak. What don't you understand? She said, you have 30 minutes. And I said, fine, I'll be there. Obviously, I didn't go in, but I did block Mary's number. And at the time of my life, greeting random co-workers, she would send to my house to try and get them to bring me into work. She was nuts. My co-workers just got a kick out of getting paid to walk 45 minutes to my house and chill. My ex was taken care of legally eventually, and I've since moved. But memories of that conversation always remind me of this subreddit. Edit, there are circumstances where you can get unemployment even if you quit your job. Domestic violence is one of them. My workplace became an unsafe environment because my abuser would literally wait for me there, follow me there, or follow me after my shifts to mine or my friends' houses to harass me, attack me, or attack my friends. I let management know about it in an attempt to try and make my workplace safer by asking if I could leave through one of the various back doors we received deliveries through. 
My head boss said yes, but several supervisors would not let me leave through these doors when she wasn't around and claimed I was overreacting or that my abuse wasn't real. I quit due to working in an unsafe workplace, but I made sure to explain to my head boss and even write in a decent letter of resignation. She understood and we even agreed she wouldn't try to stop me from getting unemployment. Damn, still, I, I think they've got away with it lightly if they... If your head boss said it was fine and your supervisors were saying it wasn't fine, I would just totally bypass what they were saying and do it anyway. And I absolutely hope that supervisor still isn't working there because they sound like the worst type of person. But Macy3 says, that is a crazy ass story. Good thing you're safe now and away from all that. Yeesh. And secondary control says and quotes, Mary says you have 30 minutes and me, fine, I'll be there. And then says, and that's the way you deal with them. And Jack says, what a nutbag. She referred to your abusive ex as your little boyfriend. What an oxygen thief. And Mama Bear says, there's something wrong with that supervisor. She was being a dick. I'm surprised nothing came of her failing to protect their team. So glad you don't work there anymore and away from your ex. And OP does reply saying thanks for the kind words, but as far as that supervisor and her behavior, she would regularly get sent to corporate for sensitivity training, but every single time she would come back and play nice for maybe a few days tops. She would revert right back to her old self no matter what training she went to. It's a miracle she's still there since the reviews for that location mention her quite a bit, but for whatever reason, they won't fire her. She's made employees and customers cry, but she fakes crocodile tears and goes on and on about being bipolar, yet she refused to take her meds because she claims they make her gain weight. Now, what do you guys think of this story? Let me know in the comments below. And our next story comes from Animaski. I'm not sure if I got your name right. I do apologize. Starbucks workers don't get paid enough to deal with you, Karen. This happened yesterday at Starbucks somewhere in the US. Obligatory, I'm a mobile. I'm a medical professional. I've been dealing with people who think COVID is a hoax or not serious, etc. Please don't debate that here. This post is not about that. K, Karen, me, me, be barista. I walk into Starbucks and distance myself on the little circles they have that are six feet away from each other. There were just a few people in the store and it's pretty big, so overall I felt safe. I'm minding my business, browsing Reddit when this Karen walks in. I didn't notice her until I heard her barista say, excuse me, you need to wear a mask to be inside the store. I turned to witness a look of horror on this woman's face, as if she didn't see the countless signs stating you need a mask and or she didn't realize there was a pandemic. Karen says, all I want is a coffee, to which the barista replies, I'll be happy to make you one when you put a mask on. Karen says, but, and I say, nope. Karen replies to me saying, what? And I say, nope. These workers don't get paid enough to make coffee and babysit children. Karen says, excuse, to which I cut her off and say, nope. And Karen says, I, to which I say, out. She goes to speak again, nope, out. It felt like I was talking to a misbehaving puppy and she looked just as sad. So she turned to the only line of defense she had left. She said, I'll get you fired. To which I said, I don't work here. And she said, I'll find your boss. And I said, I am my boss. She short circuits, makes that weird grunting angry sound and leaves. I can't stand when these anti-maskers involve people who aren't paid to deal with their shit and even people who are not paid enough edit you're kind and i'm glad there are more people out there who are willing to stand up for others 
we get the same situation across the road from me we got a, a little store a little local store which the majority of houses around here go to and often when i've been across there i've seen pretty much seven eight times out of ten there will be someone in there without what not wearing a mask and you can see the cashiers are nervous and the store usually takes on like school leavers and things like that and just people who shouldn't be having to deal with that kind of shit you know and you can just see that they don't want to deal with it and when they do they usually get snide remarks and stuff like that and you just think put on your fucking mask it's not that difficult is it wow but jerry910 says my partner just quit starbucks the amount of these people that think they're sticking it to the man because they're a bitch to a minimum wage employee about wearing a mask is gross to which sir psycho replies and says when i was working at home depot i had a customer yell at me over the phone didn't even get a chance to tell him my name or anything no matter what i suggested he just wanted to yell that the postal service hasn't delivered his quote so i eventually managed to cut him off and calmly tell him i make minimum wage and quite frankly don't give a flying fuck then hung up <laughs> And that's another thing, people complaining over phones. Why bother? Wow, I, I say why bother, I do complain over phones, but like going at the person who's on the other end is not the right way to go about it. I always start off with like, I know this isn't your fault and I'm not getting at you, but, <laughs> and then go on my rant. And I always reiterate that, you know, I'm not blaming you or anything like that. I just want to solve my situation. And nine times out of 10, it will get you a better response than just being shitty with someone. But Toast Abraku says, this is the way to go. Just clean cut to the point commands. Good for puppies, toddlers and Karens. Thanks for speaking up. Most people in retail slash service don't have that much power to tell customers off. And Drone42 says, nothing gets my blood boiling faster or more vigorously than some dumbass threatening your job for stupid shit. Don't you dare threaten someone's livelihood because they called you out on your own stupidity. Now I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this story and have you seen something similar recently? Let me know, I'm sure you have. Let me know in the comments below. And our next story comes from My Brain Itched. I don't work here, lady. Will you marry me? I will keep this short and simple. This was three years ago. It was December. I remember because it was the day before my birthday. I was in a big box store, one that combines a grocery store with clothing and electronics. You get the picture. I saw a cashier I knew standing at the end of her register on a cell phone. How she was getting away with it, I don't know. When I saw a woman who's clearly vision impaired, tried asking the cashier for help, but kept blowing her off. I heard her say, go ask someone else. Now I am a boy scout at heart. Mum, dad raised me to help others in need if I see they need help. I walked up to the lady and asked if there was any way I could help. She said yes. She wasn't used to the new layout since they remodeled. From experience in high school, a girl I had a huge crush on who was visually impaired to hold my arm, my elbow out so I could guide her. She carried the handbasket and would tell me what she needed. We talked and she told me how in school she had a nice friend who did the same for her. I said he seemed like a decent guy. She told me he was kind of short and had a squeaky voice but seemed shy. I helped her with shopping and when we were done, we went to the register and the cashier who had blown her off said, Hi Ricardo, how are you today? Don't hi Ricardo me, this young lady tried asking you for help and you blew her off, just stood there yakking on your phone, just ring us up. The young lady said, wait, Ricardo, did you go to GW High? I said, yes, I did. Ricardo, you don't recognize me. Then it hit me. Sandy, is that you? Sandy said, yes, she didn't recognize me or my voice. I'd gotten taller and you told me your name is Rick. 
Yes, my name is Rick, short for Ricardo. Puberty hit me like a tsunami after high school. I was a real late bloomer. We talked for a while because I didn't recognize her at first. She had, how should I say this, blossomed into a beautiful woman. I confessed I had a crush on her in high school and was crushed when I heard a guy was taking her to the prom. I was trying to work up the courage to ask. Ricky, that guy who took me to the prom, that was my brother. He didn't want me to miss out on it. I laughed and said, oh shit, if I wasn't a chicken shit, I would have asked you sooner. You could have told me no sooner. She laughed and said, actually, I was hoping you would have asked. I didn't know you worked here. Yes, here comes those infamous words from my mouth. I don't work here. Sandy said, you don't work here and you help me. You always were a sucker for a damsel in distress. We exchanged phone numbers and dated. And one year to the day in December, I asked Sandy to marry me. She said yes and we're now married and very happy. I may not have taken Sandy to the prom, but I went better. I took her as my bride. Thanks for reading. Enjoy your life. When things seem bad, who knows? Your I don't work here lady may be the one you love. Whew, tearing up at the end of that one. <laughs> God, I'm such a soft shite. Anyway, edit. I know it may be confusing due to my lack of being able to put thoughts to paper or in Reddit, but I did not marry the cashier. Some clarifications. Why we didn't make the connection until we were at the register. Through the school years, I knew her as Sandy, not Cassandra. Sandy told me her name was Cassandra, her full name she used at work. I introduced myself as Rick because I hated hearing Ricky Ricardo jokes and just used Ricardo for work. I didn't recognize Sandy because I said she had blossomed, meaning her figure was fuller and more womanly. I remembered her having a more girlish figure and long auburn hair, which was short and strawberry blonde. She did not recognize me because, like I said, puberty hit me later than most and was taller. My voice is deeper. Sandy did not say the name of the boy who helped was Ricardo. The reason why the cashier knew me by Ricardo is because I worked across the street and the bus stop was right in front of it. Employees would come in and buy something to munch on or drink or ask for change. When the cashier called me Ricardo, not Rick or Ricky, that's when the penny dropped for the two of us and we finally made the connection. Oh, tears are drying up now, thank goodness. I do love a wholesome story and usually get them on I Don't Work Here Lady either love stories or old grannies who, who just try to find their way around the supermarket. I absolutely love it. And I think that's an amazing story. So congrats to you if you ever do hear this. That's absolutely amazing. And the comments are pretty much just all the wholesomeness, all the congrats and all this sort of good stuff. Yeah, I'm feeding off that. I love it. But we're going to move straight on to the next story. And our next story is from Sad Salads. Why would I be working with my toddler? And why would a store employee kidnap a child on the clock? This happened a few months ago, mid-October when the weather was still nice where I live. I went to our local Kroger to grab a few things I needed for dinner. This is important because I wasn't using a cart, just a basket. My oldest son, who is three and a half, loves to go to the store and do anything that involves getting out of the house, so I decided to let him tag along and leave his brother at home with dad. Grocery trips for us are kind of like our little mum and son dates. I usually let them pick out a toy or a treat of some kind. Since outings aren't as often since the pandemic, I tried to keep things normal and exciting for him. This is where the story comes into play. For note, I was wearing a light blue polo, but the store dress code is a dark blue polo with a store logo and khakis. I was wearing jean shorts that in no way were too short, but definitely wouldn't be allowed for any employee of a grocery store. People involved would be M, me, TS, toddler son, and RK, rude Karen. 
So about 20 minutes into our trip, I'd grabbed the few vegetables I needed. It was just shopping around the canned goods aisle to grab some things I might need in the future. I was putting a can of something back in the exchange for a larger version. I didn't see at first when I hit, Mom, I need your assistance right this instant. Not working there, I figured someone was just being asked to a nearby worker and carried on until about 30 seconds later while I was looking at different canned good items when RK grabs my arm and pulls me around. I said, excuse me, can I help you? The Karen says, I know you heard me, now help me find these molasses now. I said, I don't work here clearly, so how about no and don't touch me again? As a matter of fact, we're in a pandemic and you're not even wearing a mask. Get away from me. Karen says, I have COPD. I can't wear one. Where is your manager? That's a violation for you to even ask about my medical condition. Now go and find this child's parents instead of dilly-dallying around like you're supposed to or else I'll tell the manager you weren't going to give this child back. Now, I'm completely stunned and pissed at this point. For one, I didn't ask about your medical condition. I said get away from me since you are above health codes. How dare you accuse me of stealing a child? Again, I don't work here, lady. This stolen child happens to be my son. Are you okay? She replies, yes, you did ask me, you little bitch. I know you're a little rotten liar who doesn't want to get in trouble. Now take me to the manager now. You're no older than 16. Who are you keeping this child from? I say I'm 25 years old. He came from my vagina and is my son. I do not work here. Get the hell away from me before I get a manager myself. You are scaring my son. TS is visibly scared and on the verge of tears at this point. Karen says he looks scared because you stole him. I said, so I'm no longer finding his parents but stole him on the clock. Karen says, see, you just admitted it. You do work here. At this point, my son is crying, so I grab his hand and walk to find a manager as fast as I can, with RK screaming behind me that she's getting a manager and that I'm kidnapping a child, so people are starting to look. I finally find the manager. It doesn't take much to explain the situation, as RK was trailing behind me, screaming as I was talking to him. He very quickly confirmed I did not work there and told her to leave for making such accusations and not adhering to local health department guidelines. She of course refused, started causing an even bigger scene and how we're human trafficking in the store and the police are getting called by her. Yes, she was the one who called 911 to report a kidnapping and she is arrested in front of a good 150 people. Basically just had to tell the cops my situation and how she was following me throughout the store accusing me of stealing my own son and that was that and went home on with the rest of my day. So rude Karen I sincerely hope a jar of molasses was worth a trip to jail and you received the mental health care you clearly need. And these are the ones that I struggle with. They're so insane that someone would accuse you of kidnapping. I'm not saying it's not true but it's just like how crazy would someone have to be to, to go down this path and go so far with it as well? It's just absolutely insane. And Bulge Diver says, honestly, as a dad who takes my young son, he's four, shopping and out all the time, this kind of accusation worries me all the time. Edited to add, the fear started with my nieces. Edited again, thanks for the responses. Fortunately, it hasn't happened to me. My son looks like me a lot, but it's the thought that he weighed heavily in my mind due to stories like this and some of the ones posed in the comments and I've been hyper aware of how I'm supposed to appear in public. And Reason Reader says in quotes, RK grabs my arm and pulls me around and then says, that's already enough to earn a bitch slap. <laughs> And Parkesque says, this may be a new subspecies of Karen. I can only wonder what the manager and other bystanders were thinking when that mixed bag of nuts called 911 and probably loudly reported a kidnapping. 
without a mask. And the game show geek says, I suggest you carry pepper spray and have your permit ready in case you ever need it. Karens are spreading like, what is that emoji? <laughs> is that a virus? Spread it like the virus, that would make sense. But I thought it looks like a jelly bean to me. Karens are spreading like a jelly bean. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and ECP001 says, note, so Karen has chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD, so severe she can't wear a mask, but can scream while trotting to keep up with OP without gasping, wheezing, or collapsing. She's probably not in a state that arrests people for violating new cases of egocentric governor. I'm not sure what that means. Anyway, I turn it to you guys. What do you guys think of this crazy story? We don't often see this level of craziness in, in Am I the Arsehole? So it is a, a rare treat. <laughs> anyway, thank you once again for being here today, guys. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, let me know in the comments below. And if you'd like to support the channel further, you can by clicking that join button down below or click in the Patreon link in the description there. It's all really, really helpful and I can't thank you enough for doing so. Thank you once again, guys, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.